This is episode 38 of the Lingolstown Life podcast. In this episode, Kendall Berry interviews Julie and Brandon Morgans about family life during this last year, the blessings, the hardships, and advice they have for the rest of us as we continue to live through this pandemic. Welcome to the Lingolstown Life podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. Welcome to the Lingolstown Life Podcast. This month, our sermon series and our podcasts are going to be talking about relationships. We're interviewing families in our community that are at different ages and stages of life to learn from the wisdom that they have to share about navigating relationships during this time. So today I'm chatting with some dear friends of mine from our church community, Julie and Brandon Morgans. Julie and Brandon, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, hi, Kendall. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. So now we go back to 2013 when all of us were in a couple's Bible study together and our friendship has continued ever since then. But for anybody listening who doesn't know you guys, how long have you been part of Lingolstown Life community? So we've been involved with Lingolstown Life for the past eight years. Um, We started attending when our boys were in preschool at the nursery school there. Okay. Uh, We love the preschool so much that we thought we'd check out the church too. And needless to say, we loved it. We loved it just as much. Um, So Brandon and I have been teaching the kindergarten Sunday school class for the past six years now. Um, I generally plan and teach the lessons Mm -hmm. and Brandon's the fun teacher that gets to play with (laughs) those and make sure that I don't lose any of them. I love it. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and your family. Sure. Um, so Julie and I actually met at Penn State, and we moved oh, cool. to Harry in 2010. Um, this Valentine's Day, in a couple of days, we're actually coming up on our 17th wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> um, we have two boys here, uh, Jaden, age 12, and Cody is age 10. Um, the boys enjoy playing all kinds of sports, basketball, baseball, flag football. They're into scouting um, and outdoor activities, hunting and fishing as well. Um, we have a parrot named Jasper, mm. and we have a new, our latest addition is Pickles, our little puppy. Cool. And what do you guys do for work? Uh, for work, um, I'm an actuary, so I work for Aetna CVS Healthcare, um, fo- focusing mostly on Medicare products. And Julie is a massage therapist and esthetician. She's a good one, too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it's been quite a year, and so... Tell me, how have things been going? How have things changed for your family in this last year? Um, so I, I really think kind of before all of our COVID situation started, the year started out very rough for me. Mm-hmm. I took a new position within the company. I was looking for a change. I thought it'd be a great time to do it. Little did I know what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. But in January of uh, 2020, I started a new position and the first few months were nothing but stress. I just deadlines after deadlines, no documentation. It was just, it was very hard. Hmm. Then lockdown hit and it made it even worse. Um, I was forced to work at home. So I didn't have interaction with my coworkers trying to figure everything out and trying to figure out where to even go in the house. And I actually ended up in our unfinished, unheated basement. Oh my goodness. (laughs) 
So I, as I go to work every day now, I wear my thermals, I have my hat on <laughs> as if I'm going hunting. Um, but it's cozy down there. I have a little TV um, and it works. My coworkers make fun of me every time we go on a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but even kind of as lockdown started, I, I mean, we had fear, fear within our house. We didn't want to leave the house. We didn't know what to do, as kind of most people did. And we actually mm -hmm. didn't even go to the grocery store for a couple of months. We used everything we had in our house, all of our baking supplies. We made our own bread. We made our own pizza. Wow. Used canned goods that sat on the shelves for a long time um, until we finally went to the grocery store. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were similar, but I just remember the first time we went to the grocery store, we came home and put everything on the floor and sterilized it. Yes. We, we panicked and didn't know what to do and then ran immediately to the shower and got washed and threw our clothes in the washing machine. <laughs> you know, we, Dave and I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you just never know um just never know um but fast forward i mean kind of throughout the year though we learned what to do i mean we were survive surviving um kids kind of made it through that last part of school um and we learned to control what we could control mm. and to figure out how to make um a useful time with our family together um so we started actually in the summertime we started hiking and did a lot of different hikes around the area and invited another close family to join us and kind of we enjoyed kind of learning different areas around Harrisburg hiking at Hawk Rock Fort Hunter Conservancy um the White Cliffs of Kenoy and kind of Chickies Rock down near Marietta um we got to learn that there's so many more beautiful places around the Harrisburg area that we we're always too busy to explore and fully appreciate and it really brought something different to us um, so we really just kind of use that to find ways to kind of get together, make memories, um, instead of remembering COVID for just being kind of locked down and stuck in the house. I love that. So with, um, Jaden in middle school and Cody in elementary school, what are some of the challenges and even some of the blessings that you guys have found in this stage that you're going through? Oh yeah. The, um, so I'll go first here. I think we both want to chime in here, but, um, I think for me, the biggest challenge for me, was um, while not just with work, but trying to figure out like how to keep um, Jaden and Cody motivated with school mm. and keeping them engaged. Um, it's very hard when they're at home and they were learning how to do things at home and learning that they could get away with not doing certain things with school. <laughs> so it was very much, it was a challenge. Um, and we've decided to keep them in core kind of through um, throughout this year as well. Um, and very much limited their extracurricular activities that they really enjoyed with their friends and hanging out. Um, so the challenge was really finding the fine line of kind of allowing them freedom to do what they would normally do in school and kind of a normal environment while making sure they kind of stayed connected with their friends as much as they could. Um, I know for them, they, they love video games and it became a good distraction, hmm. but that also became for me, like how much time on a video game is too long and kind of, it, it was a balancing act. And it was really, I struggled with that. Like, sure. is it too much, is it too little? But they could talk to their friends so they were having friend time it was tough yeah that's challenging yeah my other challenge too kind of being home all this time was dishes like how is it possible that we fold our dishwasher every <laughs> single day <laughs> every yes. meal it was so overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and and you're also like navigating a new job and also being like a homeschool parent and mm -hmm. that's a lot it was a lot yeah um Kind of blessings though, kind of with all of that. I mean, we were here, I mean, we got to do everything as I talked about before, kind of exploring, hiking, biking, and doing so much more 
than we would have because we're always so busy. There was always practices, always games, always scout camps. There was always something to do. And as I mentioned before, we really got to enjoy the area and we really did more this spring, summer and fall than we ever have before mm. together. Yeah, a lot more together as a family instead of like everyone going their separate ways to different activities. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we weren't as rushed as we always were before. So my biggest challenge as a mom is always feeling guilty. Um, I'm not sure if most moms feel this way, but I feel guilty about everything. <laughs> I feel guilty um, that I'm not in involved enough at school. If I miss a sports activity or one of their events because I'm working, or if I want to do something for myself, like take a nap, <laughs> um, just that nagging feeling of guilt, guilty that I should be doing more to be a better mom. Through this pandemic, one of our blessings is that God is working on renewing all of us, including myself. Uh, with the kids doing online learning, I'm able to catch up on a decade of rest because we're not rushing out of the house every morning. That's wonderful. <laughs> it is nice. Um, I'm learning that I am a good mom and that I should not feel guilty for taking care of myself. Um, the kids are at an age where they can do many things more independently now, which is nice. Um, I'd say the biggest blessing is having this quality time together while enduring a worldwide pandemic. Mm. Um, we cherish all of our outdoor adventures and appreciate the beauty God has created all around us. Nature sure is God's masterpiece. That's so true. <laughs> so what advice do you guys have for other families that are going through the same stage of life? Um, great question. So I think as a parent, um, it's hard right now. We can't really tell our kids when they're going to have a normal play date again, or when school is going to be normal again. And as you think about it as like a husband or a wife, you can't really tell your spouse, like when you could visit your, um, your parents again, or your kids' grandparents again, it's just, you don't know without transmitting this virus. Um, so really kind of what advice is really life is that way right now. Um, mm -hmm. it's almost like trying to forecast these snowstorms. Just when you think you know what it's going to do, you really don't. That's a good and analogy. Yeah, <laughs> something changes. And it just kind of, so the question really becomes like, how do you deal with that change? And it's really just trusting that God is on your side. Mm. He is there and he's going to help you kind of get through this. That's good advice. So my advice is that you are enough. <laughs> good word. <laughs> as an individual and as a parent, I teach our kiddos that we need to see in others what God sees in them. Well, we need to see ourselves as God sees us too. Beautiful, perfect, wonderful, and unique children of God. We are more than enough. Hmm. I love that. That's a good word for anybody, no matter what stage of life. <laughs> it, I think that it can feel, it's really easy for us to feel inadequate, especially when we don't have control over the situation. Like we like things that we can control and that we can plan for. And so that I think this really um, has been hard for a lot of us. Right. That's, That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So this month, our sermon series is, who are these people that I'm living with? 
<laughs> and we're talking about relationships and learning to better honor each other. This topic is especially relevant because we've spent so much time with our families this year, and there are bound to be annoyances and frustrations that pop up, even with the people that we love the most. So would you be willing to share some of the things that God's been teaching you this last year or some things that you're doing well to help honor your family, honor each other and grow closer during this time? Yeah, definitely. I think we both have something to chime in here. Um, I mentioned earlier kind of how as a family, we really grew closer together by getting out of the house, hiking, biking, and kind of just being out in nature. And we really enjoyed all that God created. Um, and it was almost simple by eliminating kind of all the distractions that we have of phones, social media, kind of uh, negative news, presidential elections, impeachments, protests, et cetera. Mm. Um, well, we did pay attention to those. I mean, we decided to focus on what we can control. Mm. I think that's something you just mentioned. I mean, we, if we focus on what we can control. That's what we can do. Um, and we got to spend time with each other, living our lives, um, making great memories, laughing and smiling together all throughout it. Love that. Love that. So my mom passed away suddenly about three months ago. Mm. And as I held my mom's hand, um, in her last final moments, God gave me a vision of my mom being welcomed into heaven. As my, as my mom danced so gracefully into heaven, my grandparents were there and my dad, my dad's cousin came forward waiting for her. The three were standing there when Jesus stepped forward, raised his right arm upward and took my mom's hand. Hmm. It was as if I was watching a perfectly choreographed movie, um, waiting to see what was going to happen next. There was a reason why Jesus allowed me to see that. And while I try to figure out exactly what Jesus wants me to do with it, I sit here thinking he showed me that because he loves me and loves my family as he does everyone. Let me just tell you, this has certainly brought us all closer to God and to each other. This is a gift we will all cherish for all eternity. My family has been such a source of joy, comfort, love, and compassion for each other. In such a tragedy, such good came out of it. And it has even brought our extended family relationships closer. Mm. Um, it helps, it's funny, it helps to put those little annoyances into perspective. Mm, that is good advice. And such a beautiful, beautiful story of that vision that you got with your mom. Yeah, it's a special it sure moment. It was something, yes, that I'll cherish forever. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love what you're saying there too, that like in the scheme of things, those little annoyances are so little in comparison to just the love that we have for each other. Right. It's hard in that moment, you know, yeah. when tapping their foot. Or <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, thank you both so much for sharing all that with us. Um, one more question to wrap up our conversation. What are each of your favorite memories from this last year with your family? So it's funny um, for each of us, we actually um, have the same favorite memory uh, for this past year. Uh, but it was an annual trip we always take with Julie's parents and we go out to Western, kind of Northwestern PA, the Treasure Lake area in the town of Dubois. Um, it's a trip where we go and um, I'll go fishing with Jaden and Cody and Julie's dad. We go out in a boat and we always catch a lot of fish. We may catch 30, 40, 50 bass wow. and maybe some walleye or pike. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just time away from everything for all of us, just relaxing, being out there on the water. And um, 
this year, Julie got to walk around a lot with her mom, kind of doing different hikes around the lake, up and down. There's an old ski slope there. They got to see a lot of deer. Um, but it was a lot of time that we all got to spend together with her mom kind of right before she passed away. Um, so it was really special for us to kind of, to be able to have that opportunity right before everything happened. Yeah, um, absolutely. Kind of on this trip too, I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen. So we, I usually kind of get the kids up nice and early and we go up to Benzette and um, see the Pennsylvania elk herd. Mm. And the kids get mad at me because we have to get up at 5 a.m. to be there at sunrise and <laughs> to see all the elk walking around. But we mixed it up this year and we actually went to Kinsua State Park, um, which is up near the New York border. Um, really beautiful area. Um, it's in the National Allegheny National Forest. Um, and it was a great time. We, like I said, we went in the late fall, the leaves were changing colors and we're just in this massive gorge looking down and you could see miles and miles and miles of just leaves changing colors. Um, we had a, good, a lot of good laughs. Um, Julie always likes to take pictures and we're walking out. Kinzu is an old train bridge. So we're walking out this train bridge um, and she's walking on the railroad ties and she keeps trying to get us to stop and take pictures with the scenery. And at one point she kind of tripped a little bit and fell in between the railroad ties and scared oh, herself. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she was in no danger um so it, it kind of made us laugh a little bit <laughs> made her stop taking pictures <laughs> a gazillion pictures kind of as we went uh, oh, no but it was really neat kind of you get out to the edge of this and there's a glass floor overlooking like you're 300 feet over the over the bottom of the gorge and it's a glass floor on oh. the train so you could stand on it so Jaden's a lot really afraid of heights and uh, we convinced him to actually walk on it and look down and he was so nervous and all the other people around us were cheering him on and kind of motivating him because he was so scared and he did it. So he kind of helped, helped him kind of overcome his fear of heights. That is so cool. We, I mean, it was a great time. We hiked down the gorge and Julie and Jaden actually walked up the other side too. And it was really steep and they were almost like climbing straight up cliffs to get to the top. And they took a lot of nice pictures of themselves once they got to the top. So, I mean, it was just, it was something that kind of stuck out for us as not only kind of being with her mom and dad, but also kind of as a family trip to see something different and something unique within the state. Mm, it sounds spectacular. I need to add that to our list. <laughs> it's definitely worth it. I highly recommend it. Beautiful in the fall. Yep. Cool. Do you, either of you have anything you want to add? Any other advice or things you want to say? I mean, I, I, nobody's alone kind of in kind of what we're going through right now. Um, mm we're all in this together. And even though we may be afraid to kind of ask each other for help, everybody's kind of going through the same thing, thinking through the same things and just mm -hmm. trying to figure it out too. So, I mean, don't be afraid to talk to somebody else about kind of what you're going through. Jobs are changing. Um, schools, just going to the grocery store to get your groceries. Should you sanitize them? <laughs> 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 it's a little bit of everything. I mean, everybody's going through it. So just don't hesitate to ask ask anybody for, for help. That's a good word, Brandon. We're all going <laughs> through this together. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. I just want to thank you again for taking this time with me and being on our podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the Lingolstown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you'll leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more at www.lingolstownlife.org.
God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.